It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are all in for a really special show today as I have my returning diva, Nancy Lee Gearson, and her and I are going to chat about in praise of praise. Oh, wow. What a topic. I am so excited. So, Nancy, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? I will. I will. And I will first say if my voice gets a croaky or froggy. Um, I have a little bit of like pre-summer allergies, so I truly hope my voice uh, stays fluid. <laughs> so <laughs> on that on that note, I'm Nancy Gerson, and I've been with Divas That Care and Robust Lifestyle several times now, and I'm blessed and honored each time um, Joyce and Candace and I converged uh, through love of uh, the horse. And um, uh, my book in particular, uh, The Horse Who Changed My Life, My Serendipitous Journey Through Equus. And uh, I'm thrilled that Joyce enjoyed my book and that she and Candace uh, invited me to start coming on the show. And uh, we talk about horses, but we also talk about other things in life because robust lifestyle can center around horses, but of course it can center around a lot of other things. And um I'm just really delighted that we're going to do this half hour again. It goes so fast every time, Joyce. <laughs> oh, I so agree. It's like we talked for five minutes, and I'm like, oh, my <laughs> word, this show is almost over. It just goes so quickly. <laughs> and I just wanted to say for your book, The Horse Who Changed My Life, everyone needs to read it. It is a fabulous book. It is very true to life in all different ways. So it is just a very beautiful book. And with that, what is Thank the you. best, while we're on the book real quick, what is the best way when reader listeners hear this and say, that is a read that I need to get for myself? What is the way that they can get The Horse Who Changed My Life book? Oh, thank you, Joyce. You always pick me up on that. I realized that I hadn't <laughs> mentioned the, the how to, where to, and I, I always trust that you'll you'll get to it at the end. And it's tragic, but you always pick me up, and and um, yeah, that's what I think about you. You are you're just a picker upper. So um, yeah, I will add now that the best way to get it, although it's on Amazon.com. The best way, for a few reasons, is to go to my website, nancyleegerson.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-L-E-E-G-E-R-S-O-N.com. My lovely daughter, who designed the interior of the book and the front and back covers, she's a wildlife artist. She designed the website. It's pretty simple. And if people can click the buy direct from me, I can send them a book from my own stockpile and autograph it, and I always put a personalized note in. I just love to do that. I also love 
uh, I love the direct contact. Uh, Amazon has its great virtues. We we know that. Um, and um, but if you'd like to have it be a little more personal and a little more direct, and definitely shopping local, it'll go from my bedroom uh, to your bedroom at nancyleegerson.com. But again, it's also on uh, on Amazon. And this I never mentioned, but I guess I'm going to mention it this time because here it comes. If anybody reads it and likes it and is moved to put a review on either Goodreads or Amazon. I sure, sure, sure do appreciate it because I read reviews. I'm affected by them. I don't know about you, Joyce, but I I value uh, customer reviews when I'm shopping for products. Oh, yes, yes. I a lot of times look at the reviews and say, okay, it's got good reviews. That sounds like a great one. So, oh, thank you for adding that, and thank you for sharing with our listeners how to connect with you personally to be able to get an autographed book, and that is so special, very special. So thank you again, Nancy, for doing that. You're welcome. Thank you. You are welcome, too. And as we start into talking, chatting about our topic today on In Praise of Praise, I mean, how would you like to open this up to our listeners today? Well, you know, we've done this a few times. We've uh, we've gone around the arena a few times, you and me, Joyce. And I, I thought this is something that's on my mind and on my heart very recently. It isn't something that I have in the book. I don't think I've, um, I don't know how much I've journaled on it. I've journaled on gratitude a lot and giving thanks. Mm-hmm. But this is something on my mind of more recent vintage, Um I was in this philosophy school for 20-odd years, um, the School of Practical Philosophy in Manhattan, and I learned great wisdom, great principles there. And um, now I'm uh, 65, and I, you know, some things you start questioning a bit, um, the things that were valuable at the time might still hold value from your past and other things have become kind of modified and tweaked, maybe put aside, you know, as you get older. So Mm -hmm. the question of praising and whether it's feeding the ego or not, that's kind of what's on my mind and my heart of late. And I had a couple of conversations recently that um, were a little bit, um, they were a little bit uh, disturbing, shall I say, maybe provocative is a more positive spin, but for me, they were a little bit disturbing. I I believe in praise. I believe that the world is a better place when people walk around feeling good about themselves rather than feeling uh, not good about themselves or, or even just feeling neutral. I like a world where people feel really good about themselves and, and think they're terrific and wonderful. And um, the school that I attended, as I say, had much, much value. And at the same time, there wasn't um, a lot of positive talk about uh, praising. There was a lot about, um, you know, that we need to go beyond the ego and uh, remember the self and return to the self and know that we are the self, all of which I believe in. At the same time, as I say, maybe as I'm getting a little older, I believe there's room for doing inner work and coming to the self, deep, deep process work, um, uh, connecting with the one, all those all those um, meditational, spiritual paths. I think that that can coincide 
or run alongside of offering praise. So that's the intro. I, I have more to say on it, um, but perhaps I'll let you get a little word in. Tell me if I'm making any sense to you. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely. I love uh, about connecting with the one and feeling good about yourself. And yes, you, you have, to me, you have to praise yourself to, first and to be able mm. to even spread it out to praise others because you have to be happy with yourself and love what's inside yourself to spread that love to others. So that's, that's just my little take and I will let you continue on, Nancy. Oh, that's a big, that's a big take. I'm so glad you said that because um, that's where, that's where convergence with um, the love of animals and cohabitating with animals comes in because I, I don't love myself any in any spot better than when I'm with my horses. They're my best self. When I'm with all my animals, um, my best self is is right there. Uh, I love um, I love how I am with my animals. I love that my my mind is focused, my heart is open, and that that feeling of all is well just washes over me. Um, the mental activity, the overanalyzing, all of that falls away and. So, yeah, um, and I, I like to praise that uh, about myself. And that's a wonderful, uh, it's, a big, it's a big takeaway, uh, Joyce, not, not a little one. It does start with yourself. So I was having this conversation recently uh, with somebody dear to me and uh, somebody who's well-versed in a lot of spiritual practices, long-term meditator, um, studier of the Upanishads and Sanskrit and the Mahabharata, somebody deep into the work, so to speak. And I was talking about praising, and um, the person made a comment about how one doesn't need to need praise, basically, that um, the, the practices do what they do, the spiritual practices, and uh, he didn't see the need for um, offering a lot of praise. And I really ruffled at that. Um, I, it threw me back into the days when I used to think that, you know, all ego is bad and and la, la, la. And I, I kind of uh, I pushed back on that and I told them about a teacher. I had heard a story about a teacher who, uh, it was a movie I'd seen. I'm sorry, that's what it was. It was a movie I'd seen about a theme that comes up a lot. It's a pretty common trope in movies. Uh, a student that a teacher had had 30 years later writes her a letter thanking her for uh, either in general what she had offered to him, the student, or some particular event that he remembered that she participated in and how it affected his life, changed his whole life around for the better. And I said to the person I was conversing with the other day, don't you think that receiving that letter of praise was amazing for the teacher. And uh, my friend pushed back and said, well, you know what, just seeing the child learn every step in, in, her, in the teacher's career uh, was really enough, just seeing the progress in the moment. And of course, that in the moment is one of those catchphrases that's irresistible, you know, be in the moment. Um, but I, again, I pushed a little and I said, well, no, that's fine. But I think being told that you had an impact on somebody 
30 years later is a good thing to do. I think I think all teachers should be receiving letters 30 years later and I think we all should all of us should be receiving letters from people telling us that you know what we did or said or how we listened to them or held them uh you know at one point really impacted them. I I'm a big fan of praise and I I also think that that um it's funny how nobody would argue that giving thanks is a is a bad thing, right? We all say give mm-hmm. thanks either unto the mm-hmm. Lord or thank your parents, you know, thank Santa Claus, uh, thank yourself for stepping up and being brave. We all think that thankfulness is a good thing. And in the spiritual world, sometimes praise is uh, treated a little differently. And this is where I'm going to stop for a moment, Joyce. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Really, I would. Oh, my goodness. That you were just Where to begin, spot right? on. <laughs> yeah, because you don't know what a difference you're going to make in someone's life or how you're going to maybe open their heart up by giving them this praise. Like you said, a letter sent 30 years later, oh, my goodness. Or when someone tells me, well, your smile changed my day today or your yeah. hello or just anything like that what to me what a good feeling that is in your heart that you were able to help someone else like that or with the animals to me they give you praise all the time because every every morning when they see me i mean the horses are winning (laughs) and they're ready to eat and my one he's he's a kisser and he gives kisses he just he's just they just praise you for what you do and be it the the dogs, the cats, but I and I mm-hmm. see it in all of them. And with humans, I mean letting someone let you know that you held space for them when they needed it or that maybe they held space for you when they needed it. And to me that yeah, praise praise is very important because it to me it goes to the heart. It gets past the ego and goes straight to the heart to help someone. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely agree with that. And being being with the animals, um, sometimes words of praise just fall from my mouth. Um, and mm-hmm. there's such a fine line, if anything, between whether I'm thanking spirit or again, you know, how people relate to the source of how they came into embodiment, how they came into. Uh, uh, having the breath of life flowing through them, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll call it spirit for this conversation, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, praising, praising spirit, thanking spirit, it, it gets very, um, it gets very united because it's a matter of the heart. The heart wants to sing praises. The heart wants to give thanks. The heart wants to be at peace with itself, uh, which is, of course, where it comes into the horses and the heart math that we talked about. Uh, a few weeks ago, you know, there's nothing like standing with a horse to to feel the oneness of all hearts. And you do want mm-hmm. to give thanks and sing praises to that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm always praising my horses. I'm just anything they do. I mean, even when I <laughs> turn them from their turnout pen and they walk up into their their pens where they're at into their stalls, I'm praising them for being so kind to me that they just know where to go and just go right in and I mean they appreciate it I can you can feel it you can see it in their eyes 
So you know that they understand and they appreciate that praise. So when you give it to the animals, it's shown back to you. When you give it to people, I feel it's shown back to you because they know that's not your ego talking. That's your heart that's talking to them for praising them for that. You've gone past the ego and let it go away and praise them for what the animal did or what the human did that affected your life. I I mean, I feel when someone gives you praise, and just like with the animals, you give them praise, you can see it, you can feel it, and it's the same with humans. So it's, it's a heart praise rather than an ego praise is how I feel. You let your ego go and it comes from the heart. So how, how, do, how, do you, what, how do you feel when you receive praise, I guess I would ask? Well, this is such a huge topic because um, I know it's said that it, women um, uh, suffer from this particular um, uh, challenge more than men, but I'll just put it out there, and I've known men who who stumble over the same thing. But um, sometimes when people are offered compliments, it's immediately kind of rebuffed and, oh, no, no, no. You know, we, we sort of push it aside. And I, mm-hmm. I've seen myself do that, but not uh, not so much lately. Again, I think, you know, talk about praising, you know, praising and giving gratitude for a long life because you need the life lived to get some of these lessons, you know, to get it to transcend all the ideas. Sometimes things can fall away and some wisdom that's been there can show itself. And uh, so now I accept praise much more uh, easily with grace and gratitude. I'm thankful for praise. So how about that? Um, I accept compliments uh, much more now, Um, so much so that um, I think living a life with somebody who doesn't praise you from time to time anyway uh would be uh, would would be challenging so i uh, i think it's a great practice for everyone is to accept praise and you're right the animals are constantly uh offering us their thanks um you can call it their their praise again i think the lines blur when you just get out of the way and the heart is open and you can feel it as a blessing as a gratitude, as a prayer, as a praise. We we all stumble over these categories and nomenclatures, um, and animals don't do that. The trees don't do that. I'm, I'm watching my property, and this nice wind, all the leaves are just blowing and blowing. Cats are just curled up in the sunshine, and they're, they're simply being, and there's no category mm-hmm. to it. And um, I think that's the way we need to be, and... There's another, and while we're on the subject of, you know, putting these things into categories and rightness and wrongness, um, I had another talk, uh, if I can kind of diverge a little, but it's all connected to the human tendency to get so oriented with rules, you know, rather than simply Mm -hmm. being. I was having a conversation with a woman whose life is dedicated to the welfare of horses, I mean dedicated. Um, she's not, she doesn't ride her horses, uh, similar to me. She wants them to live life as largely as they can in as natural a setting as, as, as she can afford them. So that's where she makes her stand in life is to 
let the horses be um, as free as possible. So Mm -hmm. I was talking with her, and I mentioned uh, that I will sometimes apologize to my horses. Horses, stumbled on that word. I started to say one horse, but any of my horses. uh, I'll apologize if I've you know, accidentally elbowed them. You know, they're, 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 the height of their head and my elbow with my arm raised, it just too many times my elbow will, will knock into their head because they come right close up. And so, you know, I naturally apologize or if I've any number of things, if I've forgotten to do something, I forgot to go back out and put a fly mask on, it comes naturally to me to offer the apology and the woman, again, total advocate for the welfare of horses. She made a comment that um, it isn't necessary to apologize to your horse. I can barely remember the rest of what she said, Joyce, to tell you the truth. She probably gave a little explanation, but my mind just kind of, I, I think I heard some of it, but it was a turnoff, actually. I mm-hmm. I. I can't imagine why you would be opposed to saying you're sorry to your horse. But she had a reason for it that it was somehow, for some reason, unnecessary. And I guess my point here is, um, I guess this is a live and let live chat that you and I are having. I hope your audience is finding um, some nourishment from it. I hope it isn't too heavy. But this is where I'm at now. I think we all need to really, really practice dropping away as many of our ideas as we as we can so so few of the ideas mm-hmm. are really necessary when you open up your door go out for a walk see the trees blowing see the, the horses grazing see the neighbors jogging by that you throw a hand up and wave to there's just so few ideas that we really need to be holding on to maybe the one idea is praise <laughs> Maybe that's an idea. I am I am beautiful. You are beautiful. We are beautiful all as well. Maybe those are some ideas we can we can cling to. But uh, I think when we're in the moment, even those ideas can fall away and we just let the listening go wide, feel the feet on the floor, the play of air on the skin. I guess I'm taking us through a grounding. I'm talking us through a grounding exercise, but uh, I'm going to stop and let you get in there, my dear friend. Oh, oh, how beautiful. I, I loved it all because when you you were first talking about uh, receive as well as give, one of mm. my mare in one of her readings, she said, when you are open to receive, you will know the full, you will feel the full extent of the giving because you uh. have to be open to receive. And I'm like, Oh, my goodness, because you yeah. said about women, a lot of times we brush it off like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And don't really receive it in our heart. And that was her. She just felt you have to really be open to receive it fully in order to be able to give fully. And I thought, oh, my goodness, that fits right into what we're talking about today. And I thought how true it is. And that's that was her take from the the feminine side of a horse telling <laughs> telling me that. And I was like, oh, my wow. goodness, I love it. <laughs> and you know, and also no with no coincidences, so, of course, it fits right in with our chat today. Yes, it does. And it came immediately into my mind when you said that because I, 
I reread and read their readings so many times, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, how this fits right into what we are talking about. And coming from my mare, too, for the feminine energy part, mm-hmm. it just all fits mm-hmm. in to exactly what you said. So that was one of the first takeaways that I was hearing and that immediately came into my mind. And the apologies. I mean, I'm always apologizing to my horses. If I'm oh, running a little, oh, all the time. If I'm running a little short on time and I don't have time to brush them or something before I put them in their turnout pen or after I bring them in or just, yeah, I'm always telling them I'm sorry. Or if when I put the halter on, maybe the strap will touch their neck a little more than I thought it should have Mm -hmm. and I apologize. So, yeah, that just comes natural to me. And I know they appreciate it because they're hearing it. And I, I love that. And another thing that even came to my mind was when we talk about receiving, we have had some nice little showers of moisture here the last couple of days. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. my garden has just, it's just grown. It's just been amazing how it has responded to receiving that moisture from the rain. It is like, oh my goodness, it's just, it's blossomed. I'm like, I love this. And it just came into my mind, too, that it is so thankful for the receiving of the moisture that it's showing it back in return by growing beautiful and green with what it has in it. So those are just some thoughts that came to my mind as we were chatting. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a garden uh, as well. And um, exactly, it's grown exponentially. And what you said is... Um, uh, it brings to mind that the whole concept of what thanks is, what communication is, so much of it, you know, in the human realm, we think it has to be in words, and again, categories, rightness and wrongness. Um, but what you said is beautiful, that the plants receive the moisture, and they have the nutrients in the soil, and they spring forth and blossom and then there's fruit to be had and vegetables and why don't we just easily see that that's a form of giving thanks i mean it's a whole conversation you and i could every conversation we have joyce we 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 know there are tentacles and new branches that sprout for more conversations and this is one of them like you know giving thanks offering praise Uh, extending apologies it can be done with words it can be done energetically it can be done with Mm -hmm. the body with the eyes there's so many ways that um, communication can take place uh, and uh, nature uh, nature knows how to do it without a lot of uh, um, uh, quibbling about whether any quibbling or whether it's the right (laughs) way or the wrong way to offer thanks or praise or apologies they it's just um it's it's our it's our human lot in life to uh to transcend that but the rewards are so great when when the human mind can come to rest in the now and the horses are you know great great places and great beings for us to uh, to practice that the rewards are great because the the difference between the usual chatter and not not chatter is immense that that that's the juxtaposition of the two so um it's challenging to be a human being and want to have no thought and at the same time 
we get a great, great gift when when it comes to us in one moment, another moment, another moment. Um, a great wise man who recently passed on, I went to a beautiful um, memorial for him, lived a long, long life, uh, and his mantra was now and now and now and now. That's what he that's what he sounded to himself and any of his students, his family members, his children. And at the memorial, many people lovingly stood up and had remembrance of uh, of Ed Yaschen, great man, asking them uh, while tutoring them in a philosophy class, and now, and now, and now, as the person would give an observation about something that had happened the week past, the week prior, mm-hmm. some practice and the value that it had yielded, um, like listening to the sound of your own voice or feeling your feet on the floor as you walk or asking yourself, what is the universe for me now? And as the person would give their report back, Ed Yashin would say, and now, and now, and now, bringing the person right to how they are in this moment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, where was I even going with that? But um that, oh, I was saying that the reward is great for human beings to put down the mantle of their mentality and really be in the now. And where better than with those horses? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I so agree. Just being in the moment and in the now, be it out in nature. And what came to my mind, too, is beauty in the silence. Because oh, yes. being out in the nature, just like this morning, it was it was drizzly and I was out in the pasture and I just I just mm-hmm. stopped and just looked around and just praised the trees for their beauty and the little creek that we have and just how the water was flowing and it was just it was just a moment just being in that now <laughs> moment and experiencing the beauty around you and the silence that it brought and the birds and everything and so yeah, that's oh how beautiful. I love that being in the moment and in the now. Oh, that is that is so true and how much praise you can give in that moment exactly. if you just Yeah, exactly, stop. exactly. Sometimes I think that um when all falls away and we're simply in the now, that's our embodiment's way of giving thanks and praising um that which has called us into being. Definitely. I hear you completely. Oh, I love it. Well, Nancy, you and I, I think, are going to have to do a part two on this because there is so many more things to touch on in Praise of Praise. And we just yeah. barely, barely touched on barely. different things. And, <laughs> but I we loved every moment of it. Though, haven't we? Yes, definitely. We've opened people's minds, hearts to what praise can really be and being in the moment and the now so we have brought so many things out already what would be a final golden nugget you would like to leave with our listeners today in praise of praise i think that you said it early on in our conversation joyce um so i'm going to borrow from the moment the wisdom that uh, came through you and you said that praise really needs to start with yourself and I, I suppose we I suppose we can share that um, uh, because I, I believe I was talking about how um, 
I, I would I think a world where people feel really good about themselves is better than a world where people feel really down about themselves. And I think that's uh, perhaps what prompted you to say that praise needs to begin with yourself. So I think um, I think that's our joint offering, if you like, uh, that people should, as their week goes on, uh, they should certainly every day we should find at least one thing that we can offer praise to ourselves for. If it extends to others, super duper. Um, yet, I think we all need to practice in praise of ourselves uh, at least once a day. How about that for a practice? That was just beautiful. And I love that it's it's teamwork is what it is. Yes. It's the two of us coming together mm-hmm. and bringing out from our hearts what we want would like for the listeners to hear in this podcast. So I love that golden nugget of praise starts with yourself. Thank you so much, Nancy. And so the listeners know I am asking you, will you please return to Robust Lifestyles in the next month and we can chat more about other ways to inspire, to help our listeners, and as we work to make this world a better place. I would love to come back because a um I do believe that a robust practice of praise starting with yourself and flowing outward um that's a robust lifestyle in its own right in its own light so I would love and be honored to come back and uh chat more about it with you Joyce thank you and thank Candice Oh you are so welcome and thank you so much for being on robust lifestyles this was just Amazing. I loved every moment of it. Thank you again, Nancy. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And I would like to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing show with our incredible diva, Nancy Lee Gerson. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. And remember, the golden nugget that the two of us left as a team of praise starts with yourself. So today, tomorrow, and each day after, and you will be amazed how it can change your world by just saying a praise to yourself. And I want to wish everyone a very magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals that great big extra hug and share your love with them until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles. Stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.